Welcome to Getaway Car, the podcast hosted by two sisters discussing all the amazing places we've been lucky enough to travel. I'm Beanie. And I'm Katie. And I'm Josh. Join us each week as we break down each stop on the road trips we've taken. We'll tell you about all our favorite places, funny stories, mistakes we made, and everything that happens on one of our road trips. We'll make recommendations and ask for yours. Join us in the Getaway Car. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Getaway Car. This week's episode, Josh is joining us again. Hello. And it's also a very exciting episode because this week is actually the one year anniversary of the first episode of Getaway Car. So we're celebrating by making another episode. As we do. This episode, we are leaving Portland. We left our lovely, lovely in at the convention center. So this is Josh's (laughs) first official leg of the road trip where we're actually in a car road tripping. Yeah. Send your prayers for him. (laughs) God help me. <laughs> We're a lot to take on all at once. Katie and I are on a road trip. It's an endeavor for someone else to join us. So Josh is a brave man for doing so. It worked out. I'm still here. I mean, yeah, it's true. And None of us murdered like, each other. And you still like both of us. Yeah. Yeah. That bodes well for this episode. Yes. <laughs> we left Portland and we went to the Columbia River Gorge scenic area. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert: it's scenic. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's a gorge. Yes. <laughs> It's Colombian. Question. <laughs> no, that makes sense. So yes. as as we were driving to our next destination, we were driving along this very wet road, and we turned a corner and we came across Horsetail Falls, which apparently is like the second waterfall Josh has ever seen in his life. So we pulled the car over because there was a spot to do that, and we took a bunch of pictures with it because it's beautiful. Yeah, it is really and pretty. I really like the overpasses on this area. Like they're yeah. just really pretty. Like all of the ones where we are are very industrial, concrete, steel. Yeah, yeah there's like ugliness. stone and like moss covered and just very, very. They're very beautiful and they're like part of the landscape instead of sticking out like a sore thumb. Anyway, we'll post a picture. They're very pretty. We were very fond of them. Yeah, so we just got out, took some pictures, and then we got to the main event. Mm-hmm. So the main event for this stop was Multnomah Falls. Multnomah Falls was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Multnomah Falls is one of those places that I fell in love with like the first time I ever saw a picture of it. And it's one of those places that's all over Instagram, it's all over Pinterest, it's all over every travel website you've ever been. Like if you, you've probably seen pictures of Multnomah Falls at some point in yeah. your life because it's the most photogenic waterfall probably in the world. Yeah. Honestly. It's just beautiful. I think it's because of that like beautiful bridge that breaks up the top half and the bottom half. So there's this really beautiful, like, perfectly framed shot set up for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like a two-stage waterfall almost. You've yeah. got like one small waterfall at the bottom, and then there's a, like a plateau, and then another one that feeds it from much higher up. Mm-hmm. And I've seen pictures of Multnomah like every time of year, winter, spring, fall, summer, and I don't think I've seen a bad picture of it ever. The day that we went was gray and overcast and drizzly and just really not, an, I mean, it's a very p- <laughs> it was typical very Pacific Northwest day, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was not a nice day, and it's the photos are still so pretty. Mm-hmm. It makes everything look very lush and green. Moss on everything. Everything's just yeah. There's moss on every tree, every railing, every step, every stone. It's all mossy. Mm -hmm. At Multnomah, they have this like observation deck down at the base of the falls where you can look up and you can get that iconic shot. But they also have these trails that go up and around the waterfalls. And so the main trail goes up and actually connects to the observation bridge that cuts across the waterfall. So we went all the way up there. 
the trails are very wet and very slippery. Mm -hmm. They are kind of steep in some places. Um, recommend shoes with a good tread. Yeah. And I don't know if this is typical or if it was just particularly heavy rainfall, but some of the trails that we hiked up are actually flooded. We have one picture where you can see water just like streaming down the trail that we just came mm -hmm. up. I'm pretty sure we were all soaked by the end of this adventure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But um, totally worth it. Definitely worth it. So we went up to the bridge that cuts halfway across and we took some pictures from up there. So we took pictures looking down at the bottom section of the falls and then looking up at the upper section in. Mm -hmm. It's gorgeous from every angle. Yeah. They have hiking trails that go up to the top of the actual falls itself and there's actually a couple trails that go into the, the woods and the surrounding area. I think they have one that's like a couple mile loop but we just decided the sky looks kind of ominous. It's already kind of drizzly. <laughs> Everything is soaking wet and we don't have any wet weather gear. Mm -hmm. Like none of us have raincoats or anything so we were like this is going to be a very wet, cold adventure. Yeah, we weren't <laughs> equipped for a hike at all. We no. were, I think we were wearing tennis shoes and shorts. I definitely had a hoodie on and it was definitely soaked through. <laughs> we did not have our hiking equipment ready no. to go. Yeah. They do have like a little gift shop. They have a restaurant. I think we went into the gift shop and they have this little place with these different Multnomah Falls and Pacific Northwest stamps. You can stamp your passport or mm -hmm. like a little keepsake to take home with you, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, so they do have some facilities there, but if you're going to go to Multnomah, bring a change of clothes and probably a change of shoes. Yeah. Because if it's anything like when we were there, you'll be very wet. Yeah, again. your socks and shoes will be soaked away. But that being said, it's just as beautiful, if not more beautiful in person than it is in the photos. So yeah. It's worth it. Absolutely worth a stop. Here's my first like nature stop on a road trip, so I loved it. That's <laughs> true. That is true. Oh yeah, there's sentimental value. <laughs> right. No, it was beautiful. Yeah. I really enjoyed it, for sure. I really wanted to do the rest of the trail up to the top, but it just wasn't... It wasn't... It wasn't a good idea. It was ill-advised. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they have a couple exhibits around in the gift shop and such with the history of the area and everything. Josh is going to read us a little blurb. All right. Blurb A. The word Multnomah is from the Chinook language and is translated as those downriver. The Multnomah are Chinooks who lived in the area of present-day Salvi Island. Multnomah Falls and Multnomah County are named from these people. And then they also have a really cool little mini exhibit of waterfalls of the world compared to Multnomah Falls. So they have Multnomah Falls in its height compared to Angel Falls in Venezuela, which I believe is either the tallest or maybe the second tallest oh, in the world. I wasn't sure why they chose those in particular. It's a really cool. So we'll post a picture of that little model that they have because I just thought it was neat. Yeah. Uh, and then from there we packed our soaking wet selves back into the car mm -hmm. and off we went. Meanie's packed in the back seat with all of our sleeping bags, our pillows, our coolers. We're not used to having a person in the back seat on our road Yeah, that's very strange. Yeah. And I'm sure we again smelled like wet dog as we've established you driving a car after being soaking wet. Yeah. It just smells like dampness. Yeah. I just kept thinking like, oh my god, we have somebody in the back seat, but by now we've been in just the two of us for so long. Mm -hmm. We're so used to just like chucking stuff in the back seat without <laughs> looking. One of us is going to get something just in the like, eye one of these days. Just, like, just like, thunk! <laughs> oh crap! I think if any of us had fallen asleep in the back seat for long enough and it had been silent, we would have just like gotten something thrown in our face. Yeah. Or like the person in the back seat, if they're quiet for a real long time, just leans forward and goes, boo! And the road trip ends with a car crash. Yeah. Would have been a bad day. <laughs> And we're driving down the road and we see a elk, gator, bison, jerky sign on a really sketchy looking RV. 
Yeah, they painted the sign and hung it off the side of an RV. And I think I we've talked... I don't know if that's paint or if that's tape. Looks like oh, tape. it might be tape, yeah. It looks They're like very tape. square letters, so it might be tape. So this is not our first strange jerky encounter? <laughs> yeah, we were just trying to figure out because I felt like we had talked about this already. Because in Salt Lake City, we had a similar experience. We saw a minivan with a guy selling... Buffalo jerky? Buffalo jerky and pine nuts. Yeah. But we had to go back through and find it because I was convinced that we must have talked about something out of order. But nope, we right. had this experience twice. Right, and I was like, oh, well, maybe this photo was just out of sequence or something. But nope, here it is. Apparently it's a pretty common thing. Yeah, you wanted to stop. I you did. did. I did <laughs> want to stop. We had a pretty involved discussion about it. I this. was excited about elk, gator, and bison jerky. <laughs> That would have been but the recipe think, for food poisoning for the rest of the trip. Yeah. Well, I've never had, so gator jerky, I've never had elk, gator, or bison jerky, but are there gators in that area? I don't no. think so. There are not? So no. where do they get gator jerky from? That's an excellent question. How far has that gator jerky traveled? I'm going to go out on a limb and say it wasn't gator. Yeah. Or if it was, it isn't fresh. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with it. it was a good idea not to stop, so we didn't. <laughs> But if you are the proud owner of this elk-gator bison jerky establishment, maybe a more respectable sign might boost your yeah. clientele. Or maybe just an actual sign. Maybe a storefront and some <laughs> rundown-looking RV. Broken down on the side of the road, yeah. I'm getting a, maybe, a, maybe a building or an actual actually, food truck, perhaps. I'm getting I, a real Strangers with Candy vibe from this. Yeah, it, it looks like yeah. a white panel van with spray paint on the side. It's that kind of vibe. Although, actually, now that I'm looking at the photo, there is, like, a folding table with another tarp draped over it. So maybe they normally sit at the table and sell their wares at the table. Still not enough. Yeah, no. Still need a legitimate sign. Still (laughs) not better. Doesn't look like the most respectable business. (laughs) Location-wise, there was no... There's nothing around for miles. Yeah, it was on the side of the highway, yeah. So you can drive for 20 miles, RV, drive another 20 miles, nothing. It's it's like they were hoping that some kids would be starving for a snack or something. Wander out of the woods. We're lost. Yeah, I guess we'll just buy some gator jerky. Right. Yeah. It's like a Northwest lemonade stand. <laughs> also, it doesn't, there's no commas in between. It says elk dash gator bison. Yeah, gator. as if it's like hyphenated, as if they combined all elk three gator of those. or elk bison. Those are your two choices. Yeah. Is that a thing? Hybrids. Elk gators. It also kind of looks like they wrote elk and then realized they didn't have enough room to <laughs> write the other two that yeah. large. Yeah. Maybe that represents the quantities they have. They have a Maybe. lot of elk, a little bit of gator, a little bit of bison. <laughs> they, they have is made of elk. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. It was an experience and we carried right along despite Josh's objections. Sometimes just, we have to save you from yourself. Yeah, it's just not an experience we wanted you to have. Don't want food poisoning in the middle of a road trip. Yeah. However. We moved right along. <laughs> so we moved right along and we officially crossed into Washington State. Yeah. Which means... We have officially hit all 48 contiguous United States. And by we, we mean me and Beanie, not Josh. Yeah. But he can okay, for a few. We'll get you there. <laughs> so this means for celebration. I think we did celebrate as we crossed the, the state line because we were like, woo, we did it. We had a little dance party. Yeah. Dance Something parties like are highly recommended. Um, did you get so, a picture of that? I feel like you guys would have gotten a picture of you hitting the 48. We often try state. to get uh, state signs as we go through and way fewer states have them than you'd think. Yeah. A lot of places don't have them or they're so poorly marked or they're so far off the road that, well, no. Or you like come around a curve and you pass it and you're like, oh, well, there there it was. (laughs) I think out of 49 states that we've been to at this point, I think we probably have state signs for less than a dozen. Yeah, I was going to say 10, maybe. Yeah, because we, tr- we always try. So if we pass them, we do try to get a sign, but we often fail. So I don't I don't actually think we have a Washington sign. We can always Photoshop one. <laughs> steal one from we'll the internet. One. We'll just go steal that elk sign and be like, this is our proof that we've been to 
yeah. Washington. You're going to steal their storefront sign? <laughs> <laughs> I think have. storefront is generous. <laughs> so, once we hit the state line, we went to our next official destination, which was Mount Rainier National Park. Which was also very drizzly and, and lush and wet and really beautiful. Yeah. Pacific Northwest experience. Yeah, it was very green and very mossy. And then a lot of the trees had that almost redwood hue to them. So it was really, really beautiful. I think we were also damp as we walked through and did, did our little tour, but it was really beautiful. And there was, yeah. what was the, the stone wall? Oh, um, the Longmire Hot Springs. Yeah, so we came across that and it's this beautiful little, I don't even know how you would describe that. This little this curly Q stone, curly wall, Q stone wall in the middle of what seems like nowhere. Yeah. It just made me think of medieval times for some reason yeah but it was really cool like depending which section of the park you were in it felt like you were in very different places yeah the pictures look like several different areas instead of all one park it was like there was this one section right along the river that was very rocky and gravel everywhere and then there was other parts where it was just like these massive massive trees and then other parts where it was grassy meadows and then other parts that were like super swampy and Mm -hmm. it's a little bit of everything yeah. Deciduous. I don't know if that's the right word. I just, <laughs> that word popped into my head. Isn't that what deciduous. it means? I think that's a tree. No, yeah. deciduous is a climate or a type of forest. I think a deciduous forest is a forest made of trees that lose their leaves. I don't know. I thought it described trees losing their leaves as well. The word just but, popped into but my it, head. But I, I have heard it, it described right. as a forest, but I thought it was, yeah, that it was that kind of tree. But those are the know. wrong kind of trees. You're right. A deciduous <laughs> forest is a type of forest dom- dominated by trees that lose their foliage at the end of the growing season. All right, so Josh, swing and a miss. I tried, I tried. I tried. <laughs> you said it so confidently. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know what that means, and that's not. Well, no. Temperate. For sure. I'll give you temperate. It was <laughs> environmentally diverse. <laughs> this is actually the first national park I've ever gone to. Is right it? Here. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. So did you just think road trips were just perpetually wet at this point? <laughs> I kind of expected it, given the climate and how much, you know. That's good. How much I'm I glad you weren't like, my God, it. you just spent two weeks being damp. <laughs> at one point in the park, like near the Longmire Hot Springs area, there's actually several points where there's these like puddles and these streams of water everywhere that are like really reddish colored because of all the red bark and everything. Mm-hmm. And the mud is is really reddish. But you can actually see water bubbling up from the ground. Yeah. It's very it was, odd. It was very cool to see in person. It's very hard to get a picture of. Yeah. We'll post a picture, but it's tough to see, I think. We got out of the car several times and we explored all these different areas because like we said, a lot of them were very different from each other, even within the park. Mm-hmm. And as we got further and further into the park, it got colder and colder and colder. What was the temperature at ground? Was I mean, it was probably mid seventies. I would say like it wasn't cold. We all had sweatshirts on. I think probably fifties or sixties. Yeah, I it guess. was like comfortable. Yeah, it wasn't like, like sweatshirt weather, but not cold. Yeah. But then as we got further and further into the park, it got cold. Mm-hmm. And noticeable so, temperature drop. Yeah. So we got to Paradise Inn. I think is what it's called. It was this building in the in the middle of the park. And there, by the time we got there, there was snow both sides of the road piled up higher than the car. It was like Crater Lake all over again. Yeah. Yeah, I'd never seen that before. So when we started, yeah, we started <laughs> in the nice weather. I'm wearing shorts and it's relatively flat. And as we go, it gets steeper and there's a little bit of snow and a little bit more snow <laughs> and a little bit more snow. <laughs> and then before you know it, there's 10 feet snow drifts on either side of the road and it's like a, a freaking road carved through the middle of it. Yeah, it's insane. And by the time we got to the end, it was, which is a, not a small building, it was a few stories, Yeah, half of it's buried. Yeah, we have a picture of this building 
with the snow piled up around it. And I, I guess it's like that for most of the year. Like it yeah. happens for a few months of the summer. Right. When I say buried in snow, I don't mean the snow on the roof. I mean the snow, it's Drifted buried under a giant pile. Yeah. Right. There's a snow drift that's as tall as the roof. Yes. Yeah. And Josh is originally from the south, so snow itself is unusual. Yeah, snow is not and then my... to see that much is insane. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just looking a... at these pictures, these this is way more than 10 foot drifts. This oh, yeah. Is... So as we got further and further into the park, like we got to this inn and we had to turn around because you can't go any further at that point because it's still snowed in. They haven't right. cleared the climbing. roads yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I guess we didn't know this until after we left there, but a, a good portion of the park is closed pretty much year round. They only open in the midsummer. Yeah. I didn't expect enough snow to cause an avalanche in the middle of May, although yeah. I've never been up a mountain before, so I guess, you know. <laughs> We're exposing you to all kinds of things on this road well, trip. Like, right? Right? Yeah. like waterfalls and national parks and mountains. But like I've been up like snow drift, rain, Appala- <laughs> like Appalachian Mountains is one thing. Yeah. If you look at like a elevation map, mm-hmm. you know the elevation of the Appalachian Mountains is, is so much lower than everything in the in the West. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. So that was our experience with Mount Rainier. Was you start out in like, you know temperate weather, and then you go all the way into winter, and then you go do the whole thing in reverse. You yeah. Experience all <laughs> you the go seasons. Back out. Yeah. In one day. <laughs> So it was really fun. But after we left the park, we drove towards our next destination, but we had some trouble finding a hotel. Everywhere we stopped was fully booked. I don't know if there was events yeah. going on. I don't or know like if we ever figured out what was year, going school on. school stuff. Or everywhere we stopped was fully booked. Every hotel, every motel, every yeah, because we, we tried yeah. a bunch of different places. So. Yeah. We couldn't figure out what was going on, but it was frustrating enough that by the time we actually did find a hotel that had rooms available we were all very tired and very cranky Mm -hmm. Um, and very hungry yes and so beanie and i especially get hangry yes um (laughs) very short-tempered poor josh had to deal with us um so we're (laughs) (laughs) both of us in a hangry mood is not fun poor josh hungry and tired yeah yeah so we're unloading unloading us on a road trip into a hotel is kind of a process because we have coolers we have to bring in we have to refreeze our ice packs we have to bring in anything that we're going to wash when we do laundry we have to bring in all our changes of clothes we have to bring in everything we're going to charge we have to sort it's kind of so we get into the lobby we also parked pretty far away remember we had like halfway down the parking lot so it was a hike to get out to the car yeah so we're standing in the lobby we're waiting to check in and we're starving and we're trying to figure out what the easiest, quickest thing for dinner is going to be. And we decide, okay, we're going to have bagels. Like, I just I just need a bagel. And then from there, I can yeah. figure out what else I want to eat. <laughs> but a bagel is going to calm me down enough so I can think rationally and not scream at people. Yeah, a bagel will make me level set to a normal person. And yeah. then we can have this conversation. So we're like, okay. And I'm just, just treading lightly. Yeah, <laughs> just, we're like, okay, we're just going to get to the room. We're just going to have a bagel. We're like, we just want a bagel. All we want in this moment is a bagel. Mm-hmm. And so we get into the lobby and Josh like, I don't know where the bagels are. I can't find the bagels. <laughs> we were like, so I don't remember what we said. But we I got, don't even know what we said. I think the looks <laughs> think we gave we him was enough. looked at you. This was not my fault, but no, no, no. But you but volunteered you... to go get them, which was right. life-saving. Yes. Because then you had to hike all the way back well, out to the and car. And I don't think you guys wanted me to either. I think you're like, fine, don't worry about it. Just, yeah, we were, just were like, it's it. fine, like, no, it's fine. And you were like, goddamn bagels. <laughs> so Josh goes and hunts through the car. And comes back. And so the the lobby is full of people. Like, we are still waiting to check in when he comes back. <laughs> there's people sitting around. There's people on the couches. There's people standing around. There's this old guy in a wheelchair just sitting by the door. And so we're standing there, still waiting in line. And Josh comes back in with the bagels. And say, I found the bagels, you lunatic. And wheelchair man <laughs> pipes up. 
Right on, man. <laughs> it was just like, the best thing ever. We were just, really off guard. It kind of broke the tension of like all of us being like in a kind of a bad, cranky, hungry mood because it was just so Unexpected. random and funny. And he just related to the moment of us being chill. like, we're starving and we found the bagels. Real chill, long-haired, hippie-looking dude in the wheelchair. And he's yep. right on, man. Yep. Uh, so that became one of our favorite quotes from the entire trip. Yes. So we did finally get checked into the hotel and we had our bagels and we resumed being, you know, sort of normal, normal people again. <laughs> um, and then I forget what we did for like actual dinner because I think we went and got something or made something else after that. Yeah, but, I don't remember. The bagels were what I remember most about that evening. I love y'all, but when you get hangry. Yeah, we just get very short tempered. We're like, I don't want to deal with you. I don't want to deal with stupid <laughs> questions. Can you figure this out yourself? Get away from me. Yeah. That's very, I'm just like, I can't. Right. Unless you have for food for questions. me, I don't want to <laughs> talk to you. It's like those Snickers commercials. You're not yourself when you're hungry. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And we are not easy to deal with. And usually, I think if we're both hungry and cranky, we just don't talk to each other because we're like we're gonna set each other off. We know better. And poor Josh is just like trying to ask a question or something, and we're like, shut up! Like, give me a bagel. A bagel. To be completely fair, I know how you all get when you're hangry. I just don't <laughs> shut the hell up ever. So like, I've read, I bring this on myself too. Yeah. You were trying to help, though. <laughs> and you offered to go get the bagels, so that was nice of you. Right on, man. Right on, man. <laughs> overall, we all survived. Yeah, we all had a very yeah. good time. The first, like, leg of the road trip was overall a success, no, despite a the, day, the bagel debacle. Great yeah. day. A lot of really cool nature. Yeah. Multnomah Falls was awesome. I'm always going to remember that one, because that one just, it was beautiful the whole so way through. So beautiful. And, like, I'm not much for hiking, but when I got halfway up, I really wanted to do the rest of it, just because it was so gorgeous. Yeah, if we went back, I'd want to go to the top, wear actual shoes that are capable of doing that. Well, hope that the weather is a little better. Maybe a poncho so I don't get totally soaked through. Yeah. Yeah. How about mistakes were made for this section? Do you guys have anything that stands out? Change of clothes. Yeah, change of clothes would be yeah. good. Because I think you're right. Like shoes. based on the on the pictures, I think we were in the same damp clothes all day. Yeah, I think at least socks and shoes. Because like you said, we'll post pictures. But at Multnomah, especially, there were trails that were completely flooded that you were just trekking through water as you were going up. So yeah, I think maybe maybe socks and shoes would be a good idea. Yeah, and ponchos. Yeah, I think that's fair. But overall, a good experience. I don't think yeah. there's anything that like went wrong or. Try to maybe book hotels in advance. It, yeah. it is rare that we can't find somewhere to stay. It's rare enough that it's never tipped us into being like, we'll always book a hotel. Yeah. But yeah, when it happens, it definitely throws it's us off. <laughs> well, it wasn't like it was a, we weren't in a city, right? It was some random small town. Right. Cause yeah, it was like a couple small towns in a row. Because we were going down the highway and stopping it. And, it, and I don't mm-hmm. know why all of them were booked. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah. Like we had it happen at one point on an earlier trip and it was like some lacrosse convention or something. Yeah, there must have been something in town that took over a bunch of hotels because we were not having any luck but we found one eventually and lastly don't forget the bagels don't forget <laughs> the bagels we're still solid life advice so for next week we have a little bit of a twist because our next destination is one that beanie did not know about yes um, so the next destination we just plugged in the address and we didn't tell beanie where we were going yes and, and so- i kept trying to guess as we got closer you guys would not give me any clues yeah so that's where we're going to start next week is the secret destination, yes. secret mystery location. If you have any guesses for where you think we're going, drop it in the comments. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, tune back in next week and you can find out. Yeah. So until next week. Enjoy riding the getaway car. Bye. 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 Bye.